the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Men with a Purpose. Men with a Purpose exists to encourage, equip, and empower Christian leaders by convening and featuring like-minded marketplace influencers in a non-threatening, generationally diverse atmosphere of fellowship. And now, here is today's host. Greetings, Southern Colorado, and welcome to the Men with a Purpose show for the first weekend in May. I'm Dwight Johnson, Jr., the host for Men with a Purpose. And if you were at the Men with a Purpose luncheon this last Thursday at Boot Barn Hall and up north and uh, off of North Star and Bass Pro for the National Day of Prayer as well as Men with a Purpose Luncheon. You heard Eric Schofield, the Chief Development Officer for Young Life. You heard a great spiritual message. And, of course, we had him on the show just the week before that and uh, a great opportunity to get uh, Mr. Schofield on. Uh, today, as we get into the first weekend of May, I have Rich Bennett of Life Network, the president and CEO. Welcome, Rich. Thank you, Dwight. I appreciate you being here, and I know we're um, getting you on uh, here at the radio stations with a lot of programs because you've got uh, a great program, a great annual event coming up, and we want to get into that a little later. But first off, I'd like to ask my guests, how did you come to love the Lord? I love that question because that really is central for all of us. And for me, I was blessed to grow up in a Christian home, But I would say it wasn't until what now we call our middle school years, back then junior high years, but went to a youth camp and there was an altar call. And that was really the moment that I, for myself, at age 13, decided to follow Jesus. Oh, okay, at 13. All right. Uh, And was it as an independent uh, camp or one of the... A national or world organizations. Yeah, so it was a camp outside. I, I grew up in a suburb of Chicago, and it was a camp about 45 minutes from there. But I'll just say, you know, my family was kind of going through uh, some tough things at that time, and I would say it was really God's providence to tug up my heart to make that decision uh, when I did, because it was just a couple years later that uh, uh, my parents uh, began to uh, to have struggle in their marriage and ultimately got divorced. And I think it was God's grace that uh, I was able to lean on him and have a true relationship with him at that time. Now, in, in your family, do you have brothers or sisters at all? Or? I do. I have a younger brother. He's about three and a half years younger, still uh, lives in Kansas City, where we moved from. And so, uh, yeah, it's just he and I. And did he come to love the Lord? Not exactly. So, you know, it's interesting when two people grow up in the very same household and have some of the same, you know, going to church on Sunday experiences. But I would say, and maybe like all too many families, we would be a church on Sunday and then not necessarily talk about the Lord Monday through Saturday family. And so I think coming out of that, and I would say, you know, my parents' divorce maybe spun him more. And so as a result, uh, he would be more in the camp of uh, Jesus was a good teacher, but doesn't really, I think, have a relationship with Christ uh, in the way that you and I do. So at 13, uh, obviously, it was a, an opportunity, a blessing, and it just flourished from there. 
Yeah, I mean, obviously not without its its typical, you know, bumps and and everything else that God has put all of us uh, through. But in through in all of that, uh, yes, God has been able to be faithful in my life and evident. And it's really with Him through Him that uh, I'm here today. And with your marriage and and having kids. Yes, we have two young adults that we get to own and operate. And so my son, Parker, is 24. Uh, My daughter, Macy, just turned 21. She's in her final year at John Brown University in Arkansas. But uh, uh, yeah, we love living in Colorado Springs where we're 6,500 feet closer to God. And all four of you are are God-loving Christians. Yeah, we are are blessed in that way and um, just love Jesus, love being in Colorado Springs, where we have uh, so many great churches and so many great nonprofits that uh, God is working through. All right. Well, with that set up, I want to uh, basically fast forward to Life Network. Now, uh, most centers, Life Centers, Women's Centers, are run by women. So how does a guy like, like you, loving God, loving Christ, have a family, get to run three centers of of this kind? Yeah, that's a great question. I'm just coming off of the Heartbeat Conference where there were 900 attendees and 90% plus were women, so much so that the men's restrooms became women's restrooms. And so I do get that question a lot. And for me, Dwight, it started really in the first months of my marriage. And so my wife, Stephanie, and I have been married for 29 years. And there was an older couple in our church that started a young married Sunday school class. And so back then we were in the first year of our marriage and we were uh, eight 20 something couples. And then we had our sage wisdom couple that were just married. They were in their thirties. And uh, the guy in that couple was a guy named Mike. And one day Mike said something I had never heard before. He said, uh, you know, when I go to vote in an election and this won't be a, a political statement, but he just said at the time, the top thing that I look at is where does a candidate stand on life? And I had never heard that before as a 24-year-old young man. And I was like, really? Of all of the things, you focus on life. Why is that? And it was actually out of that that he led us through a four-week study on all the Bible has to say about life, about being made in God's image, and about why it matters. And what I would say was out of that, that God stirred in me a heart and a passion to see life valued. And so uh, shortly thereafter, my wife and I began supporting the Pregnancy Center in Kansas City, ultimately uh, got to be called to focus on the family where life is one of its pillars. And six and a half years ago, God pulled me out of uh, a great position at Focus to lead Life Network where we exist to cultivate a community that values life through the love of Christ. And with that calling, you've got three centers. Now, I know where your your main center is off of Galley and Academy. Uh, Academy. Where are the other two? Yeah, so our location that is strategic for different reasons, you know, if Galleon Academy is strategic because socioeconomically where it is in the city, across from the Citadel Mall, uh, our second location is on the west side of the city. It's strategic because it's right up the street from our city's abortion clinic, which is run by Planned Parenthood. And so very often we're seeing women that they might have an appointment two to three days down the road with Planned Parenthood, and we're getting the opportunity 
to see them first. And then our third location is in Fountain Valley. We opened that location in 2021, and already it's become almost as busy as that West Side location. And so three locations that last year served more than 1,800 patients and clients. Now, on the uh, drawing board for the future, is there a fourth one? You know, thanks for asking that. We are... Uh, the board and I are definitely praying and discerning about where that fourth location might be. Obviously, we're in a city that's growing. We now have 650,000 plus people here. And so when you look at where that growth is happening, north side of the city, northeast side of the city, uh, I think those are some of the places that we're starting to look at and discern, uh, is God calling us to that fourth center? But I believe in the next three to five years, uh, it's very likely we will have a fourth pregnancy center. Well, there's still a lot of uh, open land and some buildings that are unfortunately vacant up in the monument area. Yeah, well, and and if there's somebody listening that has a heart for life and a heart for seeing women and men choose life, um, that is something that we're praying into right now. And so um, I will say this, when you think about our West Side location, which is on Centennial between Fillmore and Garden of the Gods, it's almost an hour north to the next pregnancy center, which is run by our Denver friends, Alternatives, and it's in Inverness. That's a lot of real estate without a pregnancy center. And so to have a pregnancy center in Monument or or you look out in Falcon, um, those are communities that are growing and clearly, uh, I think, could benefit by what we do. Awesome. And so thank you for taking us into the future a little three to five years where you could have a fourth. And if the fourth leads to a fifth, then awesome. And even closer to the Castle Rock area, which is in, in between Denver and Colorado Springs. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, there was a pregnancy center once upon a time in Castle Rock and for whatever reason, um, wasn't able to make a go of it. But there's a lot of factors, you know, location, location, location. Right. And so, you know, I think the right location, the right marketing of that location, I believe that a, a north north side pregnancy center would flourish. All right. Well, thank you on that. Now, speaking of marketing, Let's talk about the Walk for Life, June 3rd, coming up here. It's the 36th annual walk. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. Our theme this year is Faithful for All Generations. We're actually in the 40th year of pro life ministry through Life Network. The walk, as you mentioned, being in its 36th year, but it's an opportunity uh, to put your feet to your pro life commitment and to show that commitment by joining us for our annual charity walk. All right. So this is, like I said, this is the 36th. So you've been doing it for six and a half and then probably involved when you were with Focus on the Family. I was on the board board. for my last six years at Focus. And so I've been involved with Life Network all told about 12 years at this point. So there's got to be some rich history there. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. Well, you know what? I mean, if you think about it, Dwight, all that we do at our pregnancy centers in terms of coming alongside young women and men who are facing unexpected pregnancies, helping them in that moment see that they can make the courageous decision to parent, introducing them to their baby via ultrasound, and then all the services that follow, pairing them with a one-on-one parenting coach providing material resources as a result of being in our parenting program. That's a crib. That's a car seat. That's baby clothes, diapers, formula, and more. We even offer professional counseling for those moms and dads that are struggling above what a coach 
can do. All of that and more is available at no cost. And so what the walk does is it makes those free services possible. And it gives people like you and I the opportunity to show that we care about life. We care about those moms and dads, not only choosing life, but then supporting them in that choice. And that's what the walk is all about. All right. So you have a great template and you've been utilizing it or the the Life Network has been utilizing it for 10, 20, 30, 36 years. So has the, has the template changed over the year? And in your six and a half years, how have you changed it to draw more, to accent it more out there for this event? You know, we are blessed to be in a, in a community that values life. And I would say the better and more faithful that we've been letting people know who we are, what we do, and why, more people in our community have stepped into that. And so last year, you and I were both there. Uh, more than 2,200 individuals came to show that they care about life They were fundraising. Many of them, the majority of them, were fundraising walkers. That means they reached out in advance to friends and family and said, hey, will you support me in supporting Life Network for this year's Walk for Life? And as a result, last year, we raised more than $650,000. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. And what that enables us to do is provide those free services to women and men. And, you know, last year, there were 344 babies' lives saved born to women who initially thought abortion was their best option and wound up choosing to parent. That's almost a baby a day in our community. And the walk for life is a big part of what makes that possible. That is such a blessing. Now I have in, in the six and a half years that you've been doing it, have you seen repeat five cares uh, or other folks walking or, or supporting? Yeah, they haven't been named Rich Bennett. But uh, yeah, we have about 150, 200 ambitious, ambitious 5K participants. The majority of the people do that two-mile walk. But we absolutely have faithful walkers year in and year out. In fact, there's a level of fundraising called a lifesaver, where if you raise $1,000 or more, we're going to give you uh, a special dinner and honor you. And of course, there are prizes that come with that. And last year, Dwight, there were a record 200 lifesavers, 200 individuals who, after reaching out to friends and family, raised at least $1,000 for life and to make sure lives are valued and lives are transformed in our community. So I would imagine you're going to see some of the same people, but do you have another goal for this year? We do. And so last year, if it was 650000 you know, God continues to grow our impact, which means we need more funds to do what we do. And so the goal this year is 750, no, 700. And I don't want to get ahead of myself. $700,000. And I believe that our community can make that possible. But it's an ambitious goal, right? And uh, we serve a big God. And so we are excited about God, what, what God will do through our 36th annual Walk for Life. And where are you in terms of folks uh, looking for goals? Yeah, we're. I would say we're just a touch behind uh, where we were last year, which means we've got a little catching up to do. And so uh, for those within the sound of my voice, if you are interested, walkforlife.com is the place to, to sign up and say, uh, this is something important to me and I want to be a part of it. Maybe you've never done it before. Um, you know, just come out and see what it's all about. But, you know, Dwight, you know, from being there, it's just a sweet time to gather with others in the community at a family friendly event to affirm life in Colorado Springs. All right. So you want folks to go to the, the uh, website. 
Yes. So the website is walkforlife.com. The majority of the fundraising happens online. So you set up an individual page and then you can very easily from that page invite people to support you. And uh, the goal is, you know, when we can get to those five hundred and a thousand dollar fundraising thresholds on an individual level, that's what ends up helping us meet our goal. And you have an awesome location. Memorial Park. If you haven't been to Memorial Park, what a beautiful view of the Front Range. And, of course, we're walking around the beautiful lake there, two-mile walk. It, it makes you healthy, and it's just a fun, sweet time. Again, very family-friendly, so we've got games for the kids. We've got face painting. We have food trucks. And, of course, those who are sponsors, like our friends at Salem, uh, will be there as well. Food trucks? What kind of food trucks, Rich? Oh, my goodness. It's everything from uh, snow cones and coffee to uh, Mexican food. Uh, I think we'll have four food trucks in all this year. Okay, cool. And that sounds good. And sponsors? You Are you are you good on sponsors or are you looking for some more sponsors? No, I think we're good at sponsors. But I will say this. One of the fun parts of the event is to see the more than 20 organizations, again, like Salem, like 100.7, like KBIQ, that's, that want to see families supported and life valued. They'll be there as well. And so it's an opportunity to learn about uh, others in our community that value life and what they do. And that's ministries as well as organizations. I know God-loving companies and individuals and CEOs like to participate in events like this, especially if they've been going on for 36 years. Uh, Do you have any sponsors that have been in for 36 years? You know, I don't know if they've been for 36 years. Well, I will say this. um, Will Perkins was one of our founding board members, and our title sponsor for the walk is Perkins Motors. And so David Perkins and his wife Andrea continue to – just faithfully support life, something that their grandfather, Will, uh, started as a founding board member 40 years ago. And so uh, they're probably uh, the closest to uh, being with us from the very beginning. But we do have a number of sponsors who just year after year say that this is something important to me and I want to be a part of it. Yeah, Will Perkins, uh, old, old, he was an old family friend and, and I grew up in a family that uh, knew Will and Bess. And, um, of course, dad drove their cars all the time. So that was awesome. And uh, in the Springs, I see them, I see their, their place amongst, uh, the businesses down in that area. And they've been down there for a long time. They have, and they've been supporting life and those in need of support for a long time. And so it's just sweet from Will to Tom and now David, uh, you know, really just uh, talk about being faithful for all generations, which, of course, is our theme this year. Uh, there's a family that exhibits that beautifully. And I would imagine they participate as well. They do. Yeah. So uh, so Perkins Motors is there. I'm sure we'll have uh, a couple of of uh, Perkins autos there that you could check out live and in person. But uh, they will be one of more than 20, I think even 25 sponsors this year uh, that'll be there as just a part of of what will be a great event on Saturday, June 3rd. Now, if you are looking for some more sponsors, whether they're large or small, they can still they can go they can still participate by going to your website or calling you. Call Rich at <laughs> no, I, you know I think at this point they would be uh, probably looking at sponsoring our gala and then next year's walk. Okay. I think we're probably set on on twenty twenty three. And in your gala, the la- last year was my first uh, in attendance, and I was there with my father and, and stepmom, and um, it was a great event. 
I, I really liked it and I liked where it was. And um, so the walk, do you do the results or do uh, some follow up during the gala for the for the walk or is it all about the gala? No, that's that's a great question. So we have two marquee events, Dwight. We have the walk here in June, and then we do a gala in the fall. So this year's gala will be Saturday, 28th and 29th. Our guest speaker will be John Stone Street. So that'll be something to look ahead to. And certainly by then, we will be celebrating what God has done through this year's Walk for Life. Okay, cool. And again, the website... Walkforlife.com. It could not be easier to just set up your own page and invite friends and family to come alongside you and sponsor you as a fundraising walker for what is the 36th annual Walk for Life. All right. 700,000 is the goal. The goal is a little larger for this year and looking for more walkers, looking for more uh, donators, donations from the <laughs> donators. And certainly having a full field of 5Kers and even walkers would be awesome. It would be awesome. And, and I'll just say this, you know, if for some reason you can't be at the walk or just you, you don't want to sign up this year as a fundraising walker and you're looking for someone to sponsor, you could sponsor my wife and I. Walkforlife.com slash babies. That couldn't be easier to remember, right? One more time. Last year, there were 344 babies lives saved. So if you went to walkforlife.com slash babies, you could sponsor my wife, Stephanie, and I. All right. So we've basically talked about the Walk of Life, the 36th annual on June 3rd. Give us a good story on, on, on illustrating the Walk of Life. Yeah. If you think about why we're walking, Dwight, it's to benefit young women and men who are facing unexpected pregnancies. And I think of a woman that I'll call Chloe. Chloe came to us um, just a little over two years ago. And she was the classic story of she thought her dreams would be dead as a result of facing this unexpected pregnancy. And so initially was considering or I'll say vulnerable to abortion. Uh, Then she learned of the services and support that was available to her. She met her baby via ultrasound. She engaged in our parenting program. And the biggest dream that Chloe had was getting a master's degree and pursuing a career out of that. Well, Chloe had 46 sessions of parenting coaching with her amazing parenting coach. That means 46 one-hour meetings. At the end of that time, she graduated from our parenting program. Now she's a confident, equipped, understands what it means to be a God-honoring parent. And she not only graduated from our parenting program, she got that master's degree. And so, uh, you know, a lot of times women and men face these unexpected pregnancies and they think, I can't possibly still achieve my dreams. And I think Chloe is a classic example of with the support of what we do and what we do through the walk, being able to courageously still achieve those goals and choose to parent. And Chloe, with her master's, is she utilizing it? She is. And so she and her sweet daughter have since moved. And I don't just to protect her identity, I'll just say she is utilizing and living out uh, exactly the dream she wanted from that master's degree. And Chloe, with her master's, utilizing it as as today. Are there any other successful stories or or people, women that have, uh, you know, been a great example every day uh you know in, in our every day we are meeting young women who believe that abortion might be the best option for them 
And when they come face to face with the reality of that baby, I think about somebody uh, just last week who came to us was six weeks pregnant. Uh, She wasn't sure the father was going to be there to support her. Um, He was not able to come to the ultrasound, but she met that baby via ultrasound. She heard about the support that was available and she said, I think that I can do this. And now she's in our parenting program and her story is still being written. But that, again, is the kind of difference that the Walk for Life can make. Well, there are two great examples, two stories that Rich has shared, and that is awesome. And I'm sure if we had more time, there would be, and I'd love to have you back on the show, especially uh, as we get closer to the gala and certainly get the results from the light, uh, the Walk for Life. And certainly we can do a follow-up show. I, I have no problem with that. But uh, with that in mind, a lot of experience, a lot of success in in what has happened here. Yeah, you know, the, it, to God be the glory, right? And so when we talk about our theme this year of faithful for all generations, for four decades, God has been faithful to see life valued and to see lives like Chloe and others transformed through the love of Jesus Christ. That's Life Network. And this has been Rich Bennett, the president and CEO of Life Network. Thank you for your message and look forward to the walk for life. Thanks, Dwight. All right. Have a good weekend, everybody. We'll be back next weekend with another guest on Men with a Purpose. Thanks for listening to Men with a Purpose. Men with a Purpose Colorado Springs meets at a monthly luncheon with a featured speaker and messages that empower, equip, and encourage by the power of their testimony. Join us next time on Men with a Purpose. For more information, go to MWAP.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.